Okay, let's get it. It is Locked on LSU, your team every day. I'm Matt Moscona, ESPN Radio, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, CST, and right here for the Locked on LSU podcast. New passing game coordinator Scott Linehan stopped by off the bench on Monday morning. Got a bracketology, an early bracketology out for the 2020-2021 basketball season. What are the ESPN projections for the Tigers? We'll get into that. Let me start, though, though with um, an update on Dante Starks. By the way, brought to you by Built Bar. It is Monday, May the 18th, 2020. Glad you're with us. BuiltBar.com, best-tasting protein bar you'll find anywhere. Save $10 off your first order with the promo code Locked On. So on Friday, we learned that Dante Starks, linebacker at LSU, had been dismissed from the program. And if you remember... Back in February, Dante Starks had been arrested on a, uh, a on a gun charge and also resisting arrest. Uh, he was suspended indefinitely from the football team and then uh, posted you know, his um, remorse on social media, was uh, suspended indefinitely, as we mentioned. But then on Friday, Ed Ogeron announced that uh, Dante Starks had been dismissed from the football team. And the assumption, uh, it was just you know team rules, violation of team rules was the explanation given. And the assumption was that it stemmed from his February arrest. Well, Dante Starks went on Twitter on a Friday, or on Saturday, excuse me, a Saturday morning, and posted this note. I'll read it. It's not long. I'll, I'll read it to you. Before y'all write bad things and make accusations about me, ask me what's going on. I didn't get dismissed because of guns, drugs, etc. At February situation that happened, I accepted that and moved on. Mistakes happen. It's life. I got dismissed because of my academics. The schooling part is my weakness, and I'm okay with admitting that. This isn't the end of the world, and I'll overcome this. To the people wishing and hoping the best for me, I appreciate y'all. And to the people bashing me and talking bad about me, I appreciate y'all as well. Dante Starks, again, with that message on Twitter. And a couple of things. First and foremost, uh, kudos to him for owning it, for taking control of his own narrative. I respect that. It's one of the really big, great benefits of social media and distribution on the internet. You don't have to have someone else tell your story. You can tell it yourself. So good on Dante Starks for acknowledging that. Remember, that's very plausible. Starks was a guy that they weren't sure if he would qualify academically last year. It wasn't until right up at the start of the season that we learned Dante Starks was going to qualify academically to be with the team for the 2019 season. You know, It, it does lead me to a, another point, though. Uh, well, two points. One, I also mentioned on Friday, you know, you never say never with regards to Ed Ogeron. Remember, Michael Divinity left the team before the Alabama game, and then they welcomed him back. You know, Ed Ingram had an almost two-year-long legal situation. Ed Ogeron welcomed him back. Uh, Justin Thomas left the team, is back. Dale Rosenthal left the team, is back. Arden Key, before the 2017 season, had left the team, and Ed Ogeron welcomed him back. My point is, Ed's given guys multiple opportunities, and I'm okay with that. A lot of 17, 18, 19, 20-year-olds make mistakes, make poor decisions, but if they're remorseful and contrite and can show the the opportunity and willingness to get on the straight and narrow again, I I don't begrudge anybody having an opportunity, uh, certainly depending on the situation. But specifically with Dante Starks, if it's academics, maybe he goes to a junior college or whatever the, the, the route may be for him. But if Dante Starks can find his way on on a positive road academically and wants to come back to LSU, I I would certainly be okay with that. And I, I wonder if Ed Ogeron would as well. 
But it does lead me to another point, which is maybe a bigger picture. Every year when the draft rolls around, we see guys leave early for the NFL draft. And a lot of times fans may wonder, you know, why is that guy leaving early? He could come back. He could, you know, play, uh, help the team win, better his draft stock. And you never know someone's personal situation. And sometimes you have guys like Dante Starks. You know, not every person walking the face of planet Earth is supposed to go to college. Like, not everybody thrives in an academic you know, situation like that. That doesn't mean you can't be successful. There's tons of successful people that didn't go to or never graduated from college. It's, it's perfectly fine. Uh, but sometimes guys just hate the school part of things and, and aren't naturally gifted at that, and that's okay. And if that leads some guys to leave school early for their professional draft or whatever it may be just to, to get out of a situation that, that is challenging. I mean, for a lot of people, college is hard enough as it is, and then you throw the rigors of of having to be a you know a, a a college athlete, a scholarship athlete, it makes it even more difficult. So wish Dante Starks the best, man. I'm glad that he did clarify that situation and hope that wherever his future leads him, it leads him to a lot of success. All right, it's a Locked in LSU podcast, your team every day, brought to you by Built Bar. Use the promo code Locked On at BuiltBar.com and get $10 off your first order. It is the best-tasting protein bar you will ever try Take it from me. I eat. I've tried every protein bar there is in the world. I, I eat a lot of protein bars, and Built Bar has done it. They've made the best tasting protein bar that you'll find anywhere. BuiltBar.com. New passing game coordinator Scott Linehan. You'll hear from him next. Locked in LSU. Your team every day. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. One of the big moves this offseason for LSU, of course, is replacing Broyles Award winner Joe Brady, and they brought in Scott Linehan, a guy who spent the last 17 years in the NFL, teams like Minnesota, Detroit, most recently with the Dallas Cowboys. And now he has the tasks of replacing Joe Brady and trying to fill that role as LSU tries to emulate how, as best it can the best passing offense in the history of college football. Linehan was a guest on uh, Off the Bench with Jordy and Collada, uh, Jordy Collada and T-Bob Hebert on uh, 104.5 ESPN Radio in Baton Rouge. Talked about a lot, including his transition from the NFL back to LSU. It's been great, you know. Um, I, I always remember it because, uh, you know, the uh, what's what's going on in the world right now because I've been yeah. trying to, you know, c- capture our, our team and get the relationships with everybody, and then we had to take that little hiatus for a while. But we, we never stopped working. Uh, you guys know Coach O's work ethic, and uh, – we were, uh, you know, we were zooming away uh, and staying, staying with it. But uh, we got a lot done before they, we even had the, uh, you know, the the quarantine thing because we, you know, we had probably the whole month of March. You know, they allow us to do our football schools and and all that stuff. And then we got three good days of spring ball in, and so I'm getting a pretty good idea of what, uh, you know, what we have out there, and it looks great to me. You know, another interesting part of this transition for Linehan, as he acknowledges that. Uh, it wasn't just LSU. He had he did have other options, but ultimately decided to pick Baton Rouge. I had options to stay in the NFL, um, but there was like you know a handful, maybe a couple um, 
colleges that I would be like, you know, overjoyed to be a part of their program. And, you know, LSU was at the top and for, uh, you know, for whatever reason has it, as it worked out, um, it was still, uh, it was still available by, uh, you know, by February and just to be able to work with, with Steve coach. O, I've, I've known him, uh, met him years ago. He worked for my, my, uh, my first college coach, Dennis Erickson down in Miami. And I'd mm. met him way back when in the early nineties when he was, was uh, actually a grad, grad assistant, if I uh, remember that right. And then uh, I just did followed his career, and I followed last season just like everybody else. Admired, uh, you know, the greatest, really, you know, record, maybe greatest football team in college football history. So um, just wanted to be part of that. And, uh, you know, the, the thing about it, I've got, uh, you know, 30 years of coaching in the college and NFL level. Um, and, you know, I can continue to co- coach and just kind of grow, grow old, gracefully or, or look at it differently i looked at it more like i'm not old yet i'm experienced i think experience can can add some value to a to a, a great offense already here with steve and the staff of course linehan does walk into a situation where you lose so much talent the number one overall pick your starting quarterback of course a first round draft pick at receiver first round draft pick at running back and then the Broyles award winner but linehan did put into perspective the positive about joining lsu right now the best part about this is, you know, you know the offense coordinator is still here. You yeah. know, Steve, but he he knows what it looks like. He knows what he wants. He knows the offensive staff and in a large part is here as well. Um, so there's not going to be much change. You know, to to the to the naked eye, uh, won't see uh, hardly anything. But there'll be some things every once in a while in a situation, uh, something that uh, you know works works in the NFL. A lot of the NFL has a lot of trending things that people use, and, and uh, no one did it better than, than LSU last year uh, using NFL concepts. And, uh, you know, I, I, I look at it like it's – there's no intimidation at all. I look at it like, you know, you want to be part of, the, you know, a, a great system, and this system already uh, is great. I just want to add to it, uh, you know, when I can, and I want to do the, do the best job I can to uh, continue exactly – the same approach that uh, Steve, his vision, Coach O's vision, and, uh, you know, move ahead. We're going to have a lot of fun finding uh, guys to replace the guys we lost. We look at it like a reload, not a rebuild, and, uh, we're, you know, I think it's going to be a great experience. Linehan did elaborate on working with this offensive staff, including Steve Ensminger. I've admired him from afar. had never met him uh, personally one-on-one, but uh, knew of him well and have a lot of friends that had worked with him, and I just thought, uh, it was amazing uh, what he was able to accomplish, and you know, with the help of uh, of, uh, of Joe coming in last year to put put it together, really to kind of transform the system from 2018 to 2019 uh, was the uh, was was just it, it was incredible. And what I what I looked at was you know not just just that I looked at the uh, the staff. Um, you know, James Craig is you know arguably in my mind the best old line coach in college football. Yeah. Uh, you have to have that. You have to have a coordinator like Steve and uh, a O line coach like James. That's where it, that's where it starts because they see the vision. They have to work together, and then you add the uh, rest of the guys on the staff. You know, um, the, the biggest part of this is we're gonna we're gonna keep the system the same. We're gonna we're gonna keep this thing rolling. We're gonna add some things that can uh, that can benefit us with some of the new players, the guys that we're gonna be focusing on, and uh, and take this thing and and run with it. And uh, you know, it's a great challenge. Um, but, you know, we're up to it, and I know the players are. Ensminger returns, a talented staff, a talented roster, and that includes quarterback Miles Brennan, who uh, Linehan did discuss his impressions of Miles Brennan 
with the the limited opportunity he's had to see him on the field, but of course a lot in Zoom meetings and and things of that nature. Miles is very impressive. Um, he's really got you know some. He's really got some good experience. You know, he, he, he's 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 an older uh, guy to fill in um, going into his junior year. Um, got some some good time last year. One of the uh, great things about last year was he got some really significant playing time, so you yeah. can see him on tape. And then uh, you just really see how he interacts with the with the team. You can see he's ready to take the reins. Uh, I think it's really good for you know backups to watch guys like like Joe throughout their uh, throughout their tenure, and you know they pick up things. You know, uh, I'm sure you know Aaron Rodgers got a lot from Brett Favre. Yeah. Sitting there watching him during his uh, during his first couple of years in the league, and so I think that'll benefit him in a, in a great way. Uh, the fact that there's not a system change at all, you know, uh, he's he he's recognizes what we're doing, uh, and he's and he's really uh, he's really a bright kid. Picks up stuff right away. Any of the new things has a really good grasp of, of uh, concepts, and uh, you know, really impressed with how he throws it. So I'm I'm excited to see see what uh, Miles can do. You know, Linehan was also asked about. Some of the challenges, most notably losing all the talent that LSU did to the NFL and sort of the what do you do for an encore uh, after the, the most successful season in the history of college football. But there's also the added part of this all happening amid a once-in-a-century type pandemic, which has shut down college sports. And so Linehan did discuss with the guys a little bit what it's been like during this shutdown. One obstacle right now is just not being able to be with players throughout the spring. Yeah. And, you know, it's unknown what's going on this summer. We hear some positive rumors out there that at some point we're going to get back together with them here in the not-so-distant future. But, you know, you know, Zooming with them isn't the same as working with them one-on-one. So, um, you know, that that's a challenge that uh, all of us in the country face. So I guess it's equal playing field. But, you know, that's that's going to be, the, that's going to be the, the challenge. I know the guys are up to it. Uh, is developing uh, and doing it in a hurry because there's probably going to be a grace period before we play where they're going to say, okay, you got you know x amount of weeks to uh, get them ready, and so we're going to have to re uh, recondition and and you know kind of uh, rethink how we uh, approach the opening of the season without a uh, without a true spring and and the summer's going to be a little bit a little bit weird. So um, you know, but we're all in the same boat, so we're looking forward to it. Our players are, are all all in on whatever they need to do so that's the that's the best part one more from uh passing game coordinator scott linehan who again was a guest with jordy and t-bob on off the bench monday morning but of course he's leaving the nfl where he's been for 17 years joining a college staff for the first time since 2001 and he's gonna have to recruit again which is something linehan is actually embracing i really missed it i, I didn't know if i would um yeah. you know these 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 young men are are i've got three sons, uh, two just graduated college recently. I've got one as a freshman in college. And, uh, you know, so, you know, I can, I can relate to them, you know, um, you worry about a 56 year old guy, you know, talking to 18, 19 year olds, but you know what, I I do it every day on a daily basis with my own. So, um, it's, it's, it's been fun. And I, I I missed that part. You develop relationships with them. Uh, now it's, you know, it's, you know, things have changed with the, you know, technology, you know, you're doing everything, not only on the phone, but face to face with with zooming and skyping and all that stuff. So that part's a bit different, but uh, but it's been it's been great. I'm, I enjoy it, and uh, it, it's going to be fun as I as I uh, log in these uh, these years in college that I'm I'm in uh, again and watch these guys develop and become you know become uh, you know grown men and 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 hopefully move on to the NFL. 
course, Linehan is now a part of the program, but before this, of course, it's sort of an outsider's perspective, and it is really refreshing to hear him glow about the way LSU and their staff handles the recruiting process. As we all know, recruiting is the lifeblood of a program. If you're not recruiting at an elite level, you're not going to be an elite program. And to he- It's one thing when a guy on staff is who has been on staff is talking about the manner in which they recruit, but someone who has been on the outside for two decades who comes in and is blown away by it, that's sort of third-party validation, which should make any LSU fan feel really confident about the direction the program is heading and how they are, as he said, you know, reloading, not rebuilding. If you want to hear that full interview, you can do so, 1045ESPN.com. Click On Demand off the bench. You'll see the Scott Linehan interview under today's date, March the 18th. Excuse me, May. May. Let's not go backwards. May the 18th. We'll wrap up next. Locked in LSU, your team every day. Wrapping up another edition of the Locked in LSU podcast, your team every day. One more reminder brought to you by Built Bar, builtbar.com. Not just endorsing it, uh, also a customer. Uh, I got a sample box. I loved the chocolate raspberry cream. Ordered a whole new box of that. I let uh, my father-in-law try one of them. They loved it. They ordered a box. Like We literally on Sunday as a family ordered three more boxes of Built Bar. I'm telling you, if you eat protein bars, if you need a meal replacement in the morning or a post-workout or a kickstart to make sure you're getting your protein throughout the day, this is an awesome way to do it. They taste amazing. It's not so heavy that it just weighs you down. It's not a challenge to eat it. You will enjoy it if you have to eat protein bars or you enjoy eating protein bars. This is the best tasting one you'll find. Find your favorite flavor. You can make your own box. You can mix and match. You can get a box of a full flavor, different size boxes as well. Get to the website, builtbar.com, just like it sounds, builtbar.com. Use the promo code Locked On. Save $10 off your order. So uh, Joe Lenardi has put out a bracketology for 2021. Uh, file this under the why not category. Uh, rosters aren't even completely set right now with early entrance to the draft. Don't know who's going to return. You still have some major uncommitted prospects right now. But Joe Lenardi's got LSU as an eight seed uh, in the Midwest region, taking on nine seed Illinois. That, of course, is the line of death if you're there in an 8-9 game because even if you win, your reward is getting to play the number one seed, and Lenardi has Virginia as the number one overall seed. Well, either Virginia here or uh, Villanova as the one overall seed. It doesn't quite uh, qualify that, but it would be playing against the winner of the play-in game. But either way, uh, I'm not so sure that I buy that. I was asked earlier today if I thought LSU, what the starting five would be for this year, and I'm not exactly sure because I don't know who's going to come back, but uh, my guess is you'll get Javante Smart and Darius Days back and that both Emmett Williams and um, Trendon Watford would uh, stay in the draft. If it plays out that way, uh, you know, you get two of your guys that declared back and then two um, would remain in the draft. Either way, you know, I look at LSU adding a, you know, a top five recruiting class in the country, and if you pair it with a you know, a healthy group of returner, returnees like Javante Smart and Darius Days, Charles Manning, who we know is going to be back as well. And Will Wade also went and tapped the transfer market this offseason, uh, adding Sharif O'Neal and Josh LeBlanc out of uh, Georgetown, a Baton Rouge native. I, I love the way this roster shapes up, and I really think that you know getting into the big dance would be the baseline expectation, but depending on how this roster settles with some of their uh, decisions guys have to make regarding the draft, and then also still potentially one more spot available, 
Um, LSU could be a team that's favored to win the SEC, depending on how this all shakes out. But I, I would not mind going on record right now on May the 18th saying that I think LSU, LSU will do better than an eight seed in the upcoming big dance, uh, next year's big dance. And for what it's worth, Jerry Palm, the other sort of well-known bracketologist, his latest bracketology for 2021 has LSU as a six seed. And I think that is low also. Uh, I think LSU has great potential to be a top four seed. Um uh, in the big dance, and hopefully make a deep run into March, potentially even to the Final Four. All right, it is, you know what, it'll just be really good to be actually talking about sports again instead of hypotheticals. But in the meantime, that's going to do it for us. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast if you've not done so yet. Tell your friends. We're here for about 20 minutes every weekday talking LSU sports. It is Locked on LSU, your team every day.